Hi guys, this is Doug Fletcher. Welcome back to What's the Hazard? I hope you had a good week. It is actually October 1st, Friday, October 1st, the start of a new month. Um, my birth month is October, actually, so I've got a birthday coming up. Yours too? Excellent. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, you're not going to be as old as me, but uh, <laughs> okay, we'll see about that. Um, I'm really excited about uh, the episode today. We're introducing a new sponsor, um, which I sincerely appreciate. Um, as most of you know, this this podcast is basically just all about workplace safety and health and people that believe in that mission. And so sponsors are typically coming and offering to help support the podcast because they believe in the mission. Uh, and so I am really thrilled to introduce today some friends of mine from NECA, uh, the Nebraska chapter of the National Electrical Contractors Association, uh, an organization that I have known about for a long time. From my OSHA days, mm-hmm. we have worked together. Uh, my guest today, Tracy Montgomery. Hi. You just kind of run the show, right? <laughs> right. And then Mike Bunnich, you are the new assistant manager, soon to be the manager. Uh, yes, sir. Welcome. So, uh, yeah, man. So thank you guys for coming, first of all. Thanks for having us. I, I think we'll have fun. And I, I would love, like I said, I have known about NECA and your affiliation with the IBEW, the local 22 here in town. Right. International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. Yep. And so uh, I'm excited to hear what you guys are up to. But um, it has been a while since I've been to one of the safety committee meetings. So let's just talk a little bit about, you know, first of all, we'll, I guess tell everybody a little bit about yourselves. How long have you been there, Tracy? I'm going on 11 years. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. That's fantastic. And then, Mike, you just recently, a recent addition? Uh, yes, sir. I've only been around nine nine months thus okay. far. Okay. Are you coming out of the trade, or how did you get into this No, position? I um, actually was prior military, some public service. I've owned a few nice. businesses. And um, Alan, the current um, executive director, I know from um, some outside networking. And okay. He invited me in, and here I am. So you're there for your management skills, those kind of things, organizational management. I'm not quite sure what he saw in me, but here <laughs> I am. So, <laughs> But like me, I couldn't wire up an outlet, so it's not from my electrical skills that I've been part of this. Yeah, definitely not uh, <laughs> any type of electrical training okay. or skills. <laughs> Very good. No, that's awesome. And so, yeah, Alan's been around for quite a long time. Alan Hale, for those of you who know him or don't, I suppose. He's been there about 10 years. So is he, And he's getting ready to... He's going to be retiring uh, end of June. Nice. Okay, good for him. This next year. So, yeah, there'll be a changing of the guard. And so, Mike, you're getting not a changing to of the take this over. Yeah, I get to learn two jobs. I get to learn the nice. assistant manager and executive director. But um, Fantastic. I love challenges, and it's a great place to be. I love the culture, and I love the mission. I would agree. And it, it has been an organization, as we will discuss, that I, I have really been impressed by. Thank you. Um, over the years, um, yeah, we all agree on the mission, absolutely. Working safely, there is no greater calling, I don't think, than trying to help people work more safely. That's that's really important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've dedicated my life to it, and I know you guys are too. And so um, I'd like to just, if, if we can start by just telling everybody a little bit about NECA, about the Nebraska chapter, and what you do, and what makes you unique. You know, we can start there. Either one of you are welcome. You just jump in and... Sure. Um The Nebraska chapter of uh, the National Electrical Contractors Association, Um, our purpose is to represent the uh, contractors who employ uh, union electricians. Mm -hmm. So there's contract negotiations, um, there is safety, um, just a whole Mm -hmm. buffet of of things that we do to support each other, um, try and work together. 
for the betterment of the industry and the safety of everybody who works both in the office and on the field. And so this is this exclusively in Nebraska then? Are these are you limited to contractors in Nebraska? Are there different like boundaries that you have to adhere so to? Each chapter represents a certain number of unions. Okay. Um, our chapter, there's only one in Nebraska, but we represent the whole state. Okay, gotcha. And so are there other locals other than 22? There's 265 in Lincoln. Okay. And right. um, then jointly 265 and, and local 22 here in Omaha um, uh, both support greater Nebraska, which is outstate Nebraska okay. where it's kind of, you know, right. from cow to cow. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> right. um so exactly. we, we have the whole state. Okay, very cool. As, as kind of that was how OSHA's jurisdiction, we covered Nebraska, which is why we always interfaced so often, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Mike, you were making a comment when we were talking before we started uh, about the uniqueness of this particular chapter and, you know, this, this interact. It seems like if you are representing a number of different independent um, entities, businesses, that there would be some... Um, conflict perhaps but it sounds like it's more of a collaborative yeah being the new um guy in the office i learned that uh we've actually had a safety committee for over 20 years and uh, that's kind of unique in the sense that um in the business world you have small contractors large contractors they're bidding against each other but they come together for the common good of safety and for over 20 years Mm -hmm. um they've uh, had a safety committee and that's kind of unique in the nation because I don't know of anywhere else that that's happening. So it's really it's nice. pretty rare. Yeah, to see that rare. come together. That is nice. And so let's talk a little bit about that safety committee. I know some yeah. of the folks that have participated or are currently participating. Yes. What, what does the committee do? How does it function? Um, well, we try and meet about once a month. Um, we try and bring in speakers that are applicable to a current topic Recently, we've had COVID issues, so we want to make sure that we're on the right end of that, handling it correctly. Um, you know, we follow insurance issues. Everybody has work comp insurance that we have to sure. maneuver, um, and we want to do that correctly. Um, so, you know, we share a workforce when we employ guys from the union hall mm-hmm. and gals. Um, mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that it's consistent from employer to employer because on occasion they will share employees. Absolutely. They'll work for this guy for two months and then they'll work for this company for a few weeks or something. But right. there needs to be at least a basic understanding of safety principles and the expectations of how we, how we work. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> how does that work exactly? So I know in, at the union, at the hall, at the local 22, mm-hmm. they are learning as they go through their apprenticeship, they are being introduced to safety principles and practices. They're probably getting a 30-hour course somehow during that, the scope of that training and education. How does, how does NECA come into that? Like you said, this committee is the representatives from the different companies. Mm-hmm. These tend to be safety guys. Right, right. So, you know, in the bigger companies, they have a safety director or a safety team. But in the smaller companies, it might be the owner. In a medium-sized company, it might be a journeyman that gets to okay. head up that. Mm-hmm those practices so the the don davids of the world yeah 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 so they all wear a lot of hats and or it could be the hr guy or it could be whoever they they do a lot of different things but um you know they want to make sure everybody's safe Mm -hmm. they want to make sure everybody goes home at night yeah electricity is is a dangerous thing oh my gosh so if you're not 
trained well. And, and that's a big focus for us too, is not, not just do it this way, but we want to make sure you're trained so it's second nature. I like that. And I love the collaborative nature of it. I'm, I'm a huge believer in this works much better in collaboration with others. Absolutely. Um, you know, when, when, when people used to think of their safety programs as proprietary or some type of a competitive advantage, that always rubbed me the wrong way, mm-hmm. you know, and I've been to a number of the NECA safety committee meetings over the years, spoken to a few, participated in a few, and I've always appreciated that because obviously they are competitors and they're bidding on the same jobs, but in that room, that safety committee, it just, it just seems like just a bunch of like-minded you know, dedicated professionals who want the same thing. I mean, I've always absolutely. That. I, don't I never. You, have I don't know how ever. you made that work, but it's fantastic. <laughs> we feed them. Well, that's we supply true. them with carbs. There is if you, always if you feed food. them, they will come. <laughs> yes, I love that. That's true. It is, and that transcends uh, trades and and uh, industry sectors. Truthfully. Right, right. So, so yeah. how, how did you get that to work though? In the beginning, were you were you around when this committee? Well, you weren't. You weren't around when the committee started. No, so but I'm sure it was an evolution. And, you know, 20 some years ago, it kind of started with a couple of guys getting together and maybe, you know, writing down a a very basic safety manual Mm -hmm. um, so that the shared employees would have a framework. Um, And it just evolved from that. And now it was more and more contractors getting together, wanting to be a part of it. And then it became, you know, more of a program and then we talked about other topics. We talk about work comp insurance. We talk about OSHA issues. We talk about uh, legislative things that affect our industry. Uh, so it's it's just evolved into this very large part of the electrical world mm, Yeah, for both sides. That's interesting. So are there union contractors that are not members of NECA? And is that even possible? Yes. There are some? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, how do we get them into the fold? They need to be part of this, obviously. Well, they need to be. Yeah, they're they're missing out, right? They I mean, are missing out. It it is it is proprietary to the NECA members, mm-hmm. and we would love for our membership to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to make sure the industry as a whole. Yeah, I would love to see that perpetuates too. and only gets better. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I know that there are non-union electrical contractors, and mm-hmm. so they're not really allowed to participate in this no and they're they're typically they're not safety focused they're they're yeah they're money driven yeah i i guess i would speculate that way yeah i can understand that absolutely Mm -hmm. and um and as you alluded to earlier uh this is an incredibly dangerous profession it is you know we spent a lot of time while i was with osha investigating you know electricity related incidents mm-hmm. you know and i've had a few of my own electricity <laughs> related incidents over the years you know i'm not very good at home projects but electricity scares the crap out of me frankly it should yeah, yeah it should absolutely and so um so mike is the new new guy looking in what what do you envi- are you starting to formulate a plan for going forward i mean are you starting to see things that you would like to or well, actually, are you at liberty to even talk about that yet or i totally am right now where it's an exciting time over at 8960L, where we're located, because we're adding on how many? It's 30,000 square feet? Are you really? 26,000. Nice. That's close enough for nice. the OJEATC, the, the training for yeah. apprentices. And uh, one of the things that we're figuring out for the uses of the rooms is actually a safety plan 
we have a separate committee, the innovation committee, mm-hmm. about how we're going to use the rooms. And so we're going to be actually incorporating safety stations. And uh, we are looking for um, different sponsors, different themes. Uh, we even looked into maybe a little bit of VR where between classes the students can go ahead and they can do a VR hookup, disassemble, different things in the trade. We want to go ahead and start to have that culture, that mentality uh, come in. And we feel that by teaching safety and also does help to do a different shift as far as mm-hmm. things like culture and professionalism. Mm-hmm. In my background, military and public service, there was a lot of the good old boy. You have to uh, kind of be sent through the runner, send to the first sergeant to ask for, you know, right. a box of grid squares or crazy <laughs> stuff in the right. military. Yeah. And uh, safety isn't really a joking matter. It, we really should be training differently, and it's a different time. And um, I think that we can actually even bring a lot more folks into the industry when a lot of these fears are actually discussed and mm-hmm. we can explain that this is safe and this is the way that you do it. I love that. And I, and I love the, uh, you know, I've been doing safety training and, and quite frankly, poorly for a number of years. I mean, not, you know, it's not that you don't understand the subject matter necessarily, but the way that we teach guys that work with their hands, that, that work out in the field is so much different than we teach people that are used to sitting on their ass at a desk, you know, or something. Correct. And but we've we've always we've we have always lumped everyone into the same approach. And so traditionally we've always taught classroom style, but to get them into your your facilities, your rooms where I'm sure they're doing more and more hands-on activities and learning, I think that's really critical to doing this right. Mm-hmm. I mean, so is that what this new facility is going to be, primarily training? It is. It's going to be training. We need more classrooms. Um, mm-hmm. The waiting list to be an apprentice is longer than ever. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. And we do. We need more, more tradespeople. I mean, you wouldn't mm-hmm. hire a doctor to fix your toilet. Uh, no. So, you know, you need yeah, to hire I, I totally the right agree. guy for the job, right? It's interesting you say that because my plumber was at the house when I got home. <laughs> Yesterday afternoon, great guy. I love the guy. And um, he's getting close to retirement. He's a grown man. And and, uh, I've got a son that um, graduated from college. And he knows I love him. I'm not, but he graduated from college with a a kind of a liberal arts degree and doesn't really know what he wants to do with that. So he's working construction right now. He lives out in Denver. He's working construction. And I'm like, man, you should pick one of these trades you know, pick a trade, learn a trade, learn how to run a business and start your own business or something. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, my God, I mean, everybody that I know right now that is buying that second, third, fourth house owns a construction company. Yeah. They're just thriving. They just seem to be, and there are not enough uh, people to staff all these companies. I mean, I think it's just a great time to be getting into the trades. I mean, I'm Absolutely. a big micro fan. Are you a big micro fan? Love that man. Love micro. And he is really, you know, he's been really out there just, you know, preaching about. Even politically, he's, even politically. he is really all about it. And yeah. he's very supportive of, of young it. kids changing the, the shift of. This paradigm of go to college. Go to college, go to college, go to college. On, on that note, I mean. The old idea was go to college. That's where you're going to go. Well, now we've had the issues of student debt, and I will not be political, but it's time for us to pay for student debt, this and that. Why not go into a trade where you can go through an apprenticeship program, you can be gainfully employed, making money, 
as you learn Mm -hmm. and then be on the other side with no debt, making a wonderful uh, income with benefits. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I digress and I apologize, but I wanted to make a comment on um, Tracy's comment about you wouldn't hire a doctor to fix your toilet. I was actually thinking, well, if I did, I wonder maybe I should look for a proctologist. But anyway, back to <laughs> right. rim shot. I think it's called. If I'm not, I mistaken. apologize. I'll be no, professional I, I, for the I rest totally of the agree. morning. No, you don't have to be professional here, man. No, I mean, this is solely about just giving these folks some information and talking a little. Right. So you don't have to be politically correct on uh, what's the hazard, in fact. But no, I agree, and um, I, I love it as an opportunity. You know, I know that ev- everywhere that I go, I mean. You know, my work, my time is primarily spent with, you know, manufacturing facilities, construction companies, you know, out in the field. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I hate sitting at the desk. You know, I don't like being in my office. You know, I, it just means I'm not actually doing anything productive typically. So um, I would love to see at least one of my sons go into a trade. I think he would, because he's a, he's always been a work with his hands guy, mm-hmm. even though we kind of forced him to take an academic route. That was probably our short-sightedness perhaps, but he loves to work with his hands. And I think you're right. I think the, the opportunities are just endless at this point. And in all candidness, if you're not a work with your hand guy, you get the training and there's mm-hmm. always a lot of opportunities in management. Absolutely. If you're Absolutely. a technical person, there's so many things you can do. Yes. Right. And with your son's college education blended with his tactile learning skills, mm-hmm. there's nothing he can't do. I mean, that's an opportunity well, right there. I mean, you have not had the opportunity to meet my son, obviously, oh. but, but no, you're right. I think you're, yeah, all of those things. And, and what you said, Mike, I, I completely agree with that. It do, you don't have to be the tradesman. I mean, there are project managers, there Absolutely. are project bidders, there are, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's endless, but there's an incredible demand. Well, so what else is going on at NECA? What else you guys got going on? What else we got going on? Well, Mike? we're kind of excited to go to um, Nashville a week from today, actually. Yeah. Annual yeah. convention. Oh, nice. Is that, uh, will that be the national convention? Yep. Yeah. Oh, very good. Will that be your first one? That'll be my first one, yes, sir. Oh, that is exciting. Yep. Very cool. So they'll have uh, safety representatives there. We'll have uh, folks with our political action campaign. We'll have um, all kinds of vendors. I'm actually excited. It would be a great opportunity mm-hmm. for me to kind of see how more pieces fit together mm-hmm. and actually see NECA from a national level because we not only represent um, – um, management throughout the United States, but actually in other, other countries, I believe they just uh, opened up oh, Canada. Wow. So very nice. It's a pretty amazing uh, operation. And I just learned the other day that, uh, IBW reached out to Nika in 1919. Was that right? To actually, uh, represent the management side. So, uh, we've had a partnership for that long. And the reason is, is prior to that, there were issues of strikes and other strife and they wanted to have somebody that would work with them. So that mm-hmm. really is our goal. We are not anti-union, mm-hmm. but we're definitely pro-union 100%. Mm-hmm. So it's not labor versus management or management versus labor. Right. It's working for the industry and what's the greatest for us. And the greater good, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's mean, right. Which is, you know, making sure these guys have a livelihood, keeping them safe on the job, all of those things, right. which I think is fantastic. You know, it's interesting, um, and you may recall this, but when I was with OSHA, one of the one of the 
what I thought was one of the best collaborations that we ever had was with, with the NECA Safety Committee. Yeah. I don't know if you were around at the time. I, I'm getting a little senile. I'm kind of losing track of the chronology. Uh, yes, we've worked but, together for a long, long time. But we have. But we had, a, we had an opportunity while I was with OSHA mm-hmm. to work with the NECA Safety Committee here locally mm-hmm. to address some of the... Um, misinformation i think that we had that that, you know misperceptions maybe so the contractors were concerned that we were citing things inappropriately you know the osha the osha regulations are all basically just stolen from the national electrical code you know Mm -hmm. the nfpa so um and the way that we interpreted some of those things and enforced some of those things i think was a surprise to the contractors and they thought it was incorrect so at the request of the safety committee, we got together representatives yeah. from OSHA, representatives from the safety committee who mm-hmm. were then representing the entire, you know, local uh, area, the local mm-hmm. area. And we basically sat down and hashed out some, some concerns. Um, we actually formulated some questions that we forwarded down to our regional office to get some clarification on right. and to provide clarification. I mean, yeah. I think the contractors were explaining things to us that we misunderstood. And I think, you know, that went a long way to um, improving the OSHA's involvement in the electrical contractor world. Absolutely. I thought that was really fantastic. We, we are very proactive. That is something we've always wanted to get a hold ahead of issues and, and you know, questionable practices. Mm-hmm. So it was better for us to form a partnership with mm-hmm. OSHA so that we had an understanding or an expectation. What are you looking for? How should we handle this? Um, you know, are you understanding the code this way or this way? Right. Because, you know, the we code. We needed to be on the same page. Absolutely. And that's a real difficult thing to do as an individual contractor. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's really hard to get any clarification as an individual contractor. But, you know, the force of that in the entirety of the association uh, and all of those big hitters, I mean, there were, you know, I mean, uh, back in the day, it was, you know, Reuben and Commonwealth yeah, and Miller yeah. and all of those companies. Yeah. And that was important to the agency, you know. I mean, we wanted them to be cooperative and be on the same page. So the outcome of that, I think, changed the way that we did some of those inspections. It certainly changed the way that I viewed some of those regulations, personally. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I think it was tremendous. I would love to see more of that. You know, that, well, that, that we, wasn't really true in all of the industries that we worked with. Correct. And we would like to continue that practice. I think um, probably most recently, what, two years ago, we did a, a, a thing on silica. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah that was really so good, So that too. was coming out as kind of a big panic. Mm-hmm. How do we do this? What do we do? What do we do? It's new. They're going to crack down on this. Well, mm-hmm. you know, we did our due diligence. We reached out. Yeah. What's your perception of, of how this process is going to mm-hmm. uh, f- shake out from a, an OSHA perspective? Because um, we want our people to be safe, right. but we want to be compliant. And, sure. and uh, so it was, it was a great collaborative experience. You know, you know, it's interesting you say that. I'd almost forgotten about that. But, you know, the association, yes, actually approached me about yeah. addressing silica you know, for electrical contractors mm-hmm. and the and the common exposures that they might have in their work environment. And so we spent quite a bit of time and right. effort on trying to develop a, a reasonable plan for them. Mm-hmm. I thought it went really well. It was interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that, that is really a strength of the association. And um, again, I'm not, I guess I am kind of pitching membership in the association, but 
in the absence of that, you're missing out on a lot of that information, that support. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. We, that's, that's it is for the greater good. It is. Yeah. Well, Anika also has an e-safety line uh, product, which I um, pitched out to some of our safety uh, committee folks mm-hmm. just to see what their thoughts are. But uh, wealth of information. What, what is that? Is that they're a, a premier partner, and um, they've got a lot of information. They can put together plans. They've And being the new awesome. guy, I don't really understand it all, but I was mm-hmm. listening the other day, mm-hmm. and um, just a plethora of information. So NECA as an organization is 100% safety-orientated. Nice. Uh, just like even current safety issues, uh, COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Currently, there's uh, some owners that are requiring mandatory vaccination at all the job sites. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. our job is to how do we work that out to where yeah. not only do the does the contractor have liability, but where that customer is actually getting 100% vaccinated people. So we need to figure that out, too, with labor on how we ask for those calls. So I mean, safety, as you know, with everything changing, you're always going to have changing issues. It's mm-hmm. not a target that's going to be right. stationary. Absolutely. Right. So we need to be in communication. We need to be in a spirit of communicating, which you guys have done in the past, mm-hmm. which is awesome, because it's really not uh, – in any situation, us against them, because safety is a big issue. Uh, you asked if I had electrical background. I don't, but I was in a building once where I was preparing um, to conduct some business that was being renovated, and uh, some guy was messing around, scrapping some wires, and huge arc flash. I saw it firsthand. Oh, really? And it was kind of disgusting watching him peel the skin off of his fingers like it was a glove. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm not an expert... I've seen that personally, and I definitely don't want to see anybody have to go through that. Oh, Thank no. God Absolutely. that yeah. that individual's still alive. Yeah, just wow. monkeying around trying to make a few bucks or take a shortcut. Gosh, oh man, that's horrible. I, I have never personally witnessed that. You know, I've seen all of the videos and all of that stuff, but seeing it live and in person is just uh, so much different. That's that sounds. Um, and then not to be disgusting, but for your oh, listeners, no, it's not just a visual picture either. The smell isn't really too great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the smell, <laughs> the sounds. Yeah, it the was. Smell. Uh, and it really wasn't. Yeah, let's just say it wasn't a fun thing to be around. Oh, man, I, I worked in an emergency room one summer when I was trying to decide what I wanted to do with my life. It was like the late shift. It was always guys, you know, coming in who'd been drunk and did something ridiculously stupid. <laughs> Or wreck their motorcycles or something. It was always and that, the sounds, the smells, smells. The, the screaming and stuff. Um, it was really um, an interesting summer. You know, I it bet a little unsettling. And I'm not a doctor now, obviously, for a number of reasons. <laughs> you know, and not just that the sounds and and smells freaked me out, but yeah, there were some other issues. Well, but, since, since you're not a doctor, if Tracy check. ever has any plumbing issues. Oh yeah, I could probably. Toilet. Yeah, I can. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I can plunge the hell out of a toilet. If oh hey. <laughs> Beyond that, we'll have to call my guy. But yes, I'd be happy to do that. Um, so, what other benefits? come from being part of NECA? Are there, are there um, like you said, political representation? Obviously, there are a lot of legislative issues that you are tracking that yeah, would, might impact our, our folks. We actually uh, stay in touch with our representatives. I currently came back from Washington, D.C., stopped by Bacon's office. He was doing Nebraska visits, but had the opportunity to visit with Don personally a few times. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, I forget what bill it was. It was prior to me coming on, but what did, uh, if you recall, Tracy... But I know that he was at our groundbreaking, mm-hmm. and I was visiting with oh, nice. him, and 
and I know him from some other life experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he asked what I was doing. I told him I was coming on board, and he said um, that Alan and um, Anthony, who's the gentleman that I replaced, that they'd help to write a bill with some issues that concern the electrical industry. So we have watchdogs in D.C. Yeah. Um, that protect and look for issues. We also are very involved with training. That's the reason why um, we're partners with the IBW. A portion of um, every hour of the check, a few cents goes for training. So we're responsible to help to organize that, even though we have the JATC coordinator. But our particular uh, scope is soft skills, uh, learning, you know, uh, teaching rather, Mm -hmm. uh, soft skills, um, working with um, the Innovation Committee, Safety Committee, a uh, plethora of things. Uh, we deal with labor uh, management issues. Mm-hmm. When a collective bargaining agreement comes up within the state, whether it's inside, whether it's residential, whether it's lightning protection, low voltage, then we work on negotiating those contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a plethora of things. Yeah. To be quite, con- quite candid with you, I'm yeah. still learning all the extra roles and hats Absolutely. that I need to wear. So, but It uh, sounds kind of like a... You know, you talked a little bit about labor management. I mean, Nika sounds kind of like, I don't mean to coin this phrase, but like a safe space almost, like where we're not quite so um, concerned about that labor management. You know, in the Nika world, it's more just about making sure that these employees are getting what they need, that the contractors are getting what they need. Mm -hmm. Everybody is getting what they need to, you know, make a living and go home at the end of the day it's not quite as confrontational as you're right the the union they work on organizing our job is to organize uh contractors Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the truth of the matter is we we help to teach the right skills the right safety then that excellence i have this corny saying tcopq it's the cost of poor quality Mm -hmm. you know why would you go with this company versus this company well you're going to go with union because of the excellence because you know the training the training and on the safety mm-hmm. side that's another selling point right there absolutely to the customer knowing that you're not going to get um right. less than standard type of folks that are going to be doing some things that could cause injury or cause a horrible situation that's for a great your company point. <laughs> yeah that's a great point and I, i'm not sure everybody really understands that necessarily but I think by choosing uh, an, a, a union contractor, you are at least guaranteed a certain level of training through the apprenticeship programs Correct. and those other things. And that that obviously is not the case necessarily with other contractors. Right. And I, I think, you know, come on, son, I'll, I'll teach you how I do it. Well, right. that's yeah, and a I, form I don't of to, training. I don't mean to be disparaging. Right. I mean, I, I mean and, and, and in the old days, that was probably the majority of. Sure construction yeah but we really want to make sure everybody is doing it the right way for the right reasons in a safe manner we want our contractors to be able to employ those guys and they have peace of mind that the people that they hired are safe and are trained and so they can put out a better product yeah i mean that's what it's all about i mean we all want to earn a living mm-hmm. right so right you do it better you get better market share. Right. So, I don't know if you've heard or not, but Ruben retired. He did. Yeah, I knew Ruben. <laughs> did you get to know I did Ruben? get to meet him. Okay. Awesome, awesome guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's already missed, and I've known him a short time. A walking safety 
so, human. He I mean, is. He's so, just you know, incredible. He's, he's appeared on the podcast yes. a number of times. We've done a number of episodes together, um, you know, talking about like the NFPA 70E stuff and, and other electrical safety things. Scott Love's been on the program. Yeah. Don's been on the program. Yeah. Don David, you know, so we focus a lot on electrical safety and some of those issues. And, um, you know, Ruben has recently retired. He was the safety manager for Commonwealth for a long time. A long time. And had done safety before that even right. with other uh, industries. And and he has a lot yeah, of information. A lot of experience. Exactly. Yeah. So, and we're still in touch. You know, he's actually doing a little bit of consulting now, yes, which I'm very is. excited about. He's a great resource. And, and I've hooked him up with a few of my clients because I don't have that expertise. You know, once they say 70E, I can I can list off three or four things and then I'm done, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, it's good to have access to resources like that, but um yeah, he you he's know. a good guy. Yeah. He's actually checked in a few times yeah. since he's retired. Yeah, he's yeah. Be he in called town just soon the other day, and he's, he's going to come by. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. He We're probably happy. he misses you. He does. We can, miss him. He can be like claiming all this retirement crap, but I know he's probably bored. He and can't sit still. Are you I kidding me? Say, exactly. So, yeah. So you know that um, institutional knowledge that is part of the NECA safety committee. You know all of these folks that, and, and again that that I turn to. These are the folks that I turn to when I have questions about electrical safety and some of those issues as well. Absolutely. Most of our safety members on our committee train other people. So they train OSHA 30, Mm -hmm. OSHA 10. Mm -hmm. You know, they train on fall protection and and those things. So they're all certified Mm -hmm. to teach other people. So, you know, Mm -hmm. and like Ruben, he's now retired, but he's... He's still out there doing it. He's still teaching. Absolutely. And that's such a great thing. It is. I still, I, I use him for some of my 10 and 30s. Good. You know, Good. and uh, he charges me too much, but you know, he's, he's it's earned the right, it. he's earned the it's right to charge it. me a lot. So. Sure. No, it is incredibly valuable. So um, if somebody wants more information about the Nebraska chapter specifically, or just NECA in general, where do they go? I mean, obviously there's a Google, there's a website. We, we have can, a website. It's any, com. Well, that's pretty easy. Yeah. Or they can give us a call at. Now, did you stutter or was it N-E-N-E-C-A? It is N-E-N-E-C-A.com. Yeah. Nebraska Nika. Okay. Dot com. Gotcha. And our phone number is 402-397-5105. Okay. Um, We also are a part of a bigger promotional promotional machine, I think, called Building Omaha or Building Nebraska or Building yeah. Lincoln, yes. um, which is more of a, a marketing thing to get people aware of who we are, what we do, mm-hmm. and, um, and and promote the JATC, mm-hmm. promote IBWs, the whole industry in the state of Nebraska. So okay. those are those are also ways to get a hold yeah, of us because we're all related. The Building Omaha um, logo came up in my discussions. Yes, with you guys when you were talking about becoming a sponsor of the program. So I was interested in that, yeah. what that meant. That's cool. Yeah, that's kind of our marketing arm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. And, and that's not industry unique awareness. to just us. That's a partnership with the IBW. Okay. Yeah. Oh, very, so, okay. yeah, that's yeah. definitely a partnership. It's industry awareness, yes. not yes. not NECA awareness. We're a partner. IBW is yeah. a partner. Gotcha. Yeah. Another collaborative. It is. Yes. Which I love. Yeah, I think that's just the way that we need to be doing these things. Absolutely. Nice. You um, talk yeah. about that collaborative. Um, my few safety meetings, I think I've been to about five, 
the neat thing is you can have someone who's seasoned that's been around for 12, 13 years. And our newest member that's been attending has been in the industry, what, maybe six months or yeah. Yeah. less than a year. But just seeing the older um, leaders mm-hmm. communicate with the younger ones mm-hmm. and then the younger ones having the freedom to ask questions and to participate, it, it's actually pretty neat because yeah. it's that is cool. Not somebody acting pretentious and this is the way we need to do it, but actually looking for an answer. Mm-hmm. And what's the best answer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how should I handle this? Have you seen this? Have you had experience with that? Well, what do you do in this situation? It's yeah. great. We have a very non-threatening, open, communicative forum. And and sometimes it's just about a conversation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just the old guys, the new guys, you know, the seasoned people who have been there before. This is how I handled it. This is how OSHA wants to see it. So maybe the better solution would be this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's a, just a great. I do like that. I, I wish we saw that in other, you know, yeah. there was more collaboration across the board sometimes. Yeah. It's really a cool thing. That Have was you, one of the most impressive things when I started at NECA was absolutely. the safety committee. You guys are supposed to hate each other because you're all competitors, right. but they really don't. Have you, and, and I think safety just transcends all that competitiveness, yeah. truth, or it should. Yeah. You know, truthfully, um, have you have you had any OSHA people come to speak recently? We have not. You were one of a kind. So uh, well, sorry. that's why I'm no longer with OSHA. I, I think. know. That's kind of why. Know. Well, you know, I think it just wouldn't just, be the same without they threw you. Me out. No, it would. But I was just curious because, you know, the office is about half guys that I worked with. And then there are a lot of new compliance officers that have come in. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been away now for eight years, which oh my gosh, eight doesn't years. seem possible. But, yeah, I'm going on eight years, I know. But, but you know, Matt, Thurlby, Darwin, Craig, mm-hmm. Nick, you know, those guys are still there. Phil, Brian, okay. and then a couple of other, you know. And um, I was just curious whether or not you had been working with them at all in, uh, in more of an outreach or educational stand. I'd, l- I'd love to hear that. They were still involved in that. Sounds like a great thing to get scheduled. We need to have those conversations. It wouldn't be a horrible idea to just go over and introduce yourself at some point, make an appointment to go over and meet. You know, Matt is the area director, Matt Thurlby, and uh, I would be happy to make the introductions. But I think they need to know what you guys are doing and why and the Mm -hmm. resources that the electrical contractors have access to. Those kind of things um, are really helpful from an OSHA's perspective, knowing what... You know the companies that you regulate and what you, and the ones you work with, what they're doing and mm-hmm. the, and the resources they have access to. That might be a, a nice thing to do. I actually that's... wrote that down on my notepad. Is yeah. it to do? Action and these are step. all former military. Everybody that's managing OSHA is former military as well. So you guys speak the same language. You know, a couple of Air Force guys and an Army guy uh, running that show now. So cool. it would be it would be a great thing to do. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, we'll, definitely we'll, we'll follow go up do on that, that sometime. Yeah, call me and we'll run over there sometime. We'll have to grab some lunch and absolutely you can fill me in, and we'll get that taken yeah, care of. We should do that. Sounds um, great. I am. Re- I'm really thrilled that you guys uh, have decided to sponsor the program. Thank you for that. Um, we're we're going to keep doing this as long as we can. Um, I, I, you know, the, the 35 years I've been doing this safety stuff, and it still excites me, and it still absolutely motivates me. You know, it's it's a, a righteous endeavor so thank you for what you guys are doing for that group of contractors um you know i I know this sounds kind of hokey but i think we would all like to see nebraska as like the safest work environment in the country definitely we all want it to be that place for our employees for our our, you know our workforce so i think you know collaborations like this we will continue to 
keep moving the the mission forward and I, I agree. And hopefully I think, that'll uh, be the case. Nebraska's very family friendly or family oriented and I think the electrical industry is very family oriented mm-hmm. and, and I think that we all want to work together as a family. I agree. As a partnership. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's it's really cool. Do you have any closing messages you wanna just throw out there before we wrap up or I'll just say I didn't know what I was walking into, but I'm really glad <laughs> right. that, that I had the nobody ever does man. the privilege to be here, and this oh. has been a really great conversation. Oh, no, and I'm looking you. forward to um, doing more to make work not only safe but to advance the industry. Well, whenever you guys have something going on, or you have a new uh, emphasis program or something coming Absolutely. out, you should come on. We should talk about it. You know, I think the majority of the, my listeners are here in Nebraska then it kind of expands out. So then the region is pretty, you know, mm-hmm. but I've got listen. Well, we have some listeners all over the world, you know, so Wonderful. I think they're all interested in electrical safety. Certainly that's a, you know, I mean, other than the countries that don't have electricity yet, but the majority <laughs> of, I think listeners are probably have, I would assume they have electricity to be able to get the, the podcast. podcast. Maybe yeah. Cam, is that a requirement? Do you have, to have electricity <laughs> to get the podcast? Okay. That's fantastic. Thank you, guys. Mike, Thank it's a pleasure you. to meet you. Great meeting you. I look forward to working with you. Tracy, it's always good to see you. Always good to see you, too. Yeah, it's been a long time. Let's try to get me invited to a safety committee meeting at some point. I, just I will to just send you an listen. invite. We got one coming up on the 19th. We'd love to have you over. I'd love to, I'd love to come. I'll feed you. Yeah, by then I'll have had my birthday, so. Oh, I will not have. You will not have. What okay. day's your birthday? Um, I'm not going to say that out there. Why? Just, you're afraid you're going to get too many gifts? Yeah, a lot of gifts. I, I was born on the 18th of October. On the 30th. In 1959, if that is any indication how old I am. Well, I hope I look good when I'm as old as you. I I will say, though. You're slightly my bigger brother, but not too Just a little bit. So I will say, though, that I just recently submitted my deferred retirement paperwork to the federal government. So my retirement should start November 1st. It has to be the day after, the first day of the month after your birthday. So. I had to defer because I quit, of course, before my minimum retirement age. You know, that wasn't necessarily well thought out (laughs) in in retrospect. So that should start in November. So I'm excited for that, like, $3.87 or something that I get, you know. Perfect. As a consultant, you know, every month you start out with zero income. Mm -hmm. And then whatever you make that month. And so, you know, having that three or four bucks coming in from 25 years of federal service... Well, I'm That's sure a that win. will be a, a cushion that my wife will appreciate. Yeah. Well, you can always get a bacon double cheeseburger for a bucket burger. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love the dollar menu. <laughs> hey, guys, thank you very much. Thanks so Thanks much. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Um, have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. A Huda Media Production.